You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. The Guide to Goals podcast gives you the tools, direction, and resources you need to pursue your passion project. I'm Deborah Eckerling, Project Catalyst, and this is the Guide to Goals podcast. Our guest today is Esprit Devorah, and we're going to be talking about podcasting. Esprit is known as the girl who gets it done and is communications VP and podcast host of We Are LA Tech. Welcome, Esprit. So happy to have you here. Oh my gosh, Deborah, you're a saint. I'm so, so stoked to be on your podcast. And I totally believe in having goals and having goals defined. And I know it sounds like, because you just said it, like the Guide to Goals podcast, but it's like, yeah, you need to have your goals flow in order to achieve them. Yep, because if you don't have yeah. goals, what are you going for, right? No, you don't know. That is, goals are your roadmap. Mm-hmm. And then you could like change as you need to navigate through the waters and see what comes true and what doesn't come true. But if you don't have it written down and you don't know exactly where you're going, then uh, you'll never get anywhere. Very, very well said. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, Esprit, do you want to share a little bit more about your background? Oh, sure. Um, my name is Esprit Devora, as Deborah mentioned, and I have, um, I'm in love with podcasting. I've been doing podcasting since August of 2014, and uh, my podcast went live on iTunes September 23rd of 2014 and hit number two in the country and new noteworthy uh, by the beginning of October. It was really exciting. Uh, my podcast is the first podcast. It's the We Are LA Tech podcast, so that's We Are LA Tech tech without spaces focuses on LA startups and uh, now I'm also working on um, the women in tech podcast which is a we are LA tech production and I also produce the hello customer podcast so you can probably tell the theme in all my podcasts is startup life customer experience business that's that's where my heart is and what I really enjoy creating content about wonderful and yes I I love podcasting too I'm like I, I wouldn't say I'm a podcasting convert because I had a blog talk radio show for a couple years for right. my website and community for writers write on online. But I think part of the excitement that you, sh- because we're in a lot of the same tech groups, I I met Esprit and I'm like, oh, she's into podcasting. <laughs> I have to get going. And, and yeah. my I finally uh, took the plunge. Because right. this podcast started in October of 2015. So I'm happy to have you as one of my early guests to talk Yay. about what I think is one of both of our favorite subjects. Definitely. So why should people podcast? Well, I don't think people should podcast. I think if, uh, if you're inclined to podcast, if you're interested in podcasting, if you think that podcasting is something that you would um, genuinely enjoy doing and that you think it could provide value to a lot of people, then uh, there's different methods in getting there to be able to produce a wonderful podcast. But like 
should you podcast? It's kind of like I used to teach uh, social media as business strategy. And, you know, when you have Facebook and you have LinkedIn and you have Pinterest and you have Instagram and you have Twitter and you have all these things, it'd be like, should I be on all of them? No, because what happens is if you're on stuff that you don't genuinely want to be on, then nobody's going to be able to emotionally connect with the content you're creating because it's so obvious that you're probably just post more solicitation kind of stuff because you don't really want to be there anyway. So I would always tell like students in the class, choose a platform that you personally like connect with and identify with and then focus in on that platform. So for me, like I really love Twitter. So that's the platform I really utilize first and foremost. I just started posting a couple Instagram photos, but like I do it for fun. It's like I'm not an Instagram person, so like if I'm going to choose something as like a business, something to complement my podcast or complement oh, my business, it would be uh, Twitter. And so I think podcasting is one of those too. Podcasting could, I guess, potentially potentially go there, go, be on the, the dashboard like Twitter and like in that group. But for me, it's not. For me, podcasting is an art form podcasting is the product itself like twitter is like the complimentary to to talk about the thing and for me podcasting is the thing but i do understand that a lot of people utilize podcasting as a marketing vehicle vehicle kind of like twitter or facebook fan page etc um it can be done but again if you one aren't interesting to listen to like let's be real if you're just not interesting to listen to or you don't know how to tell a story well or you don't know uh, you don't want to be involved in the production process because there's a lot of production that goes on for a quality podcast or whatever it is and you don't feel connected to creating a podcast. If you're literally trying to create a podcast like the equivalent of like make money online or something quick fix something, mm-hmm. right. don't, don't create a podcast because just like websites, we have enough already. And it's really funny. Someone walked into my writer's group years ago when it was a writer group instead right. of the entrepreneur group that it developed into and right. said, I want to write a screenplay to make money. And I don't think they came back because we pretty well set them straight. You, you do it for the love of it. So I am going to rephrase the question. Why would someone start a podcast? Well, I, I started a podcast because I love creating video content. Um, I love sharing that story of the people who had an interview. And I went through a heartbreaking experience in 2012. Sounds very dramatic. I mean, it was a dramatic business situation, but it's not dramatic in the big scheme of things. But the editor that I had partnered with fell through. It's extremely complicated and, and expensive to edit video if you're going to edit amazing segments so um i went on the soul search a backpacking trip and i came back i met with startups in 14 different countries and i came back and i realized i still wanted to create this content but i discovered podcasting and i wanted to create something that i could have full control over like i could do the whole editing process i could do i would never be let down by having to rely on someone again so then that's where it came from for me i wanted to have full control over my content creation and then um I also really love the idea of connecting people and creating those high value relationships. Um, I like uh, when I, I, the opportunity that I have to speak on and moderate many panels and the kind of impact that makes on people. So to think that I could, with a podcast, I could scale and go be, beyond the venue was a really beautiful concept to me. So here I am, I could create the whole co- uh, content production. I could uh, bring 
great information past just the walls of an office building and I could create, I could connect great people. Like these were a lot of the reasons why I wanted to start a podcast, but true. Like I think that like the, like, you know, the royalty of podcasting, if you could call it that are podcasting, um, networks like Gimlet media who produces reply all and the startup podcast and the mystery show. It's like, podcasts that um, really genuinely tell a story. They have music um, tied in. I mean, it's super high production value, incredibly expensive to do and very timely. But that is an incredible auditory experience. I really believe that anyone that takes podcasting seriously, like truly seriously and sees it as an art form like I do, would aspire to be as great as, you know, This American Life and, and The Gimlet Shows. Because, I mean, it's just... It's an experience. It's not just a, it's not just like a learning education. I mean, well, come on, we have so many videos and YouTube videos to learn from and info courses and this and that, but to tell a story, like really create an emotional impact and tell a story, that's just, just wow. There's not enough of them. Yeah. So it's a great tool if you have a story to tell and you want to use this platform to tell it and yeah. like it, it, in in like with with any form of content you figure out how to use it and then as you're doing you've started one podcast and you're working on different ones based yeah. on your experience as you educate yourself yeah so. yeah I just yeah, I really really would love to um be the most dynamic storyteller I could possibly be and I'm not there yet you know so I'm working on it that's good. Yeah. Okay, so let's say someone said, I love podcasts, I want to get my expertise out there, so I'm going right. to start one. What do they need to know to get started? Well, I the rundown is, first of all, I think that everybody should create their own journey, that their intuition is their oracle. I say that on my Twitter, but I really believe it. In podcasting, there's all these roadmaps, how-to courses you could purchase, and I didn't purchase any of them. I really just sought out to create my own journey in podcasting, and what I discovered in doing that was I found a tool called Simplecast, which I think they do a terrible job marketing themselves, but because they are their absolute best audio editing, easy-to-use program, like easier than iMovie, but yet nobody knows it exists. So I found Simplecast, I, not sorry, Sound Studio to do editing. I found Simplecast, which is a startup to do my hosting. Again, not as well known. It's not like the granddaddy Libsyn or like Blueberry, but I love it. Simplecast is great. They give me a great page. If you go to podcast.wearelatech.com, that page is powered by Simplecast. Um, and then I use Area Creative on Fiverr to assist me with editing. So uh, if I, literally I could just record the interview. I used to use PodClear. They were just acquired by Blab. But you could record the interview using um, Skype and Ecamm call recorder or whatever. Or if you do it in person, you use a mic and you can record it on your computer or however you choose to record it. There's, that's a whole other conversation. But then once you have that audio file, I send it to Area Creative on Fiverr. And again, anybody listening, you can tweet me at Esprit Devora. I'm happy to send you any links. That's E-S-P-R-E-E-D-E-V-O-R-A. And so I send it to Area Creative. He edits, takes out ums and ahs, cleans it up, masters the audio. And then um, if I, and then I go ahead and I produce the story further. Sometimes I'll produce the story first before sending it to him, which means I cut it around. But it saves me time to actually send it to him and then produce the story after because he'll get rid of all the extra. 
And then um, and then I have artwork also made on Fiverr. Uh, Area Creative will also do my meta tagging, so I just send him all the artwork and information, and he'll get all that in there. And really, it's so inexpensive to do it that way. It's like it's better for me to be spending my time actually interviewing someone else than it is for me to be bothered with uh, the minutia of editing and all that stuff, which I, I have spent most of my time doing. Uh, on average, it takes me like 40 hours to edit an episode. That, that's like, that's an insane amount of time. So I've purposely been forcing myself to like relinquish control a bit so that I can have a great team around me to support me and understand that it's more valuable for me to do what I'm good at and let other people do what they're good at. Um, so yeah, that's editing, the artwork. Um, I rely on Fiverr a lot for anything from creating an intro. Fiverr's is great, but Area Creative specifically. There's this girl, Christina Wilson, who's fantastic. I met her on the She Podcast um, community. I know Deborah and I are both a part of. Um, so Christina Wilson, she does my show notes and transcriptions. Uh, there's a, other ways to do that too. Um, yeah, so, but I mean, the very bare minimal, I would own Sound Studio, I would get Simplecast, and I would use Area Creative, yeah, and then you're, and then that, that would, like, get you going. Even if you don't use uh, Sound Studio for editing, just, even just Area, go straight to Area Creative and run with what he sends you. Uh, does that help? I, I think so, I hope so. Cool. It, it, it's, I think, and this is what I'm getting, and you you can correct and add if need be. It's if you want to start a podcast, you know you want to start a podcast. You already have a concept right. for it, and the best thing you can do is figure it out. Do some searches. I'll have the links to what you suggested if people choose to go your route in my show notes, yeah. and then you just have to get started. Right. Right. No, totally. And if you find that something doesn't really like work for you, like just because I use it doesn't mean it's the right thing for you. Everybody uses something different. Mm -hmm. So find intuitively what's right for you and then go along that path. What mistakes do you think people make when they're starting podcasts? I think that, um, I mean, just to be super blunt about it, I think that sometimes people are more in love with themselves and hearing themselves than creating uh, content for the listener. And I think it's important when you're listening to your episodes to really like cut out the parts that don't add any value to the listener and uh, really disconnect yourself from your own ego and really picture yourself as the receiver of the entertainment or content and like what keeps the story moving what um, what is valuable what's consistent what's the do people know like um, what the conversations about or like why this matters to the conversation theme uh, I I think really embracing that creating a beautiful piece of audio to me audio is like painting like I'm painting a story I'm painting a painting you know with audio and so yeah I think people forget that there's somebody receiving it on the other end they need to be listening or watching if it's a video right. podcast to see. Right. Okay, what am I getting from this? Okay, I got something. I learned. It's good. Totally. <laughs> and totally, then, totally. You know, upload. What What about work-life balance? What do you do so you are not constantly working? Uh, I am constantly working. But I, I, well, I, as yeah. a lot of my listeners yeah. are. 
you know, entrepreneurs or people who work full time and are working on their passion project on the side. So, right. Um, no, I use Headspace app, which is great. It's a meditation app and I meditate, uh, about 10 minutes a day. I try to do that pretty regularly and then I eat healthy and, uh, prioritize my friends and, there's like the cool thing about being an entrepreneur is that we love what we do so much. And so we just like, it's like a dance of like time for me, time for it, time for me, time for it. And, but it's really exciting. Like I, I love, I love what I do, but I really want to make sure that I'm living a life and being social and being healthy as well. So it's just a dance figuring out, but yeah, so headspace app, uh, eating healthy, having my go-to exercises that I just know, like, this is what I do. Um, huge is uh, one of my best friends. He's my ex-business partner. He's, like, my accountability person. So every time I work out or I meditate, I, like, message him um, to keep track of myself. He doesn't write me back. Like, he's not supposed to. It's, like, it's just, like, I know someone in the world that knows what I'm up to, and I could hold myself accountable. Mm. Yeah. That, that's fabulous. Well, before I give some homework or assignments to the listeners for goals, sure. do you have anything else you want to add about podcasting or balance or tools? Anything? I think it's important. I was mentoring at um, SoGal Summit, which is this conference here in Los Angeles, um, for women and helping women uh, start their startups. And one thing that was really interesting was how fast people want to achieve success um, and what the definition of success is and if they don't achieve like let's say $10,000 in a month or um, if they don't achieve like 500 customers in a month or something like some crazy thing like in a month from being nothing to something that they think they'll, they'll have failed and I think what success is is observing the journey creating something that truly provides value for someone else and that, that someone else wants to pay for and that whatever they want to pay for it like is more than you had to spend to create it and um, and then being able to communicate the value effectively and that process takes time so in the first month if you have five people that you connect with and five customers or whatever and you make five hundred dollars or whatever it is like that's a huge win a huge success and then the second month is different and then what's working and analyzing I think something not working out is um, if you notice no one's paying for the thing that you have, if you uh, if no one's listening to your podcast ever, you know, stuff like it's like these are indicators. Okay, maybe uh, maybe I'm not creating the right thing, but to rush success and to rush momentum, it just doesn't happen like that. And I would highly encourage instead of ever marketing or like trying to get someone to do something for you instead just sharing your story and being a part of theirs great great tips for people who are building their passion projects so thank <laughs> you for that sure. okay, so let, let's wrap let's give some assignments to our listeners I think the professional goal should be if you are starting a podcast to take a few minutes and write out what's in your head what is it in your vision for your podcast right because you need to see what you want it to be before you can make it happen right so I think that works as a good professional goal and the personal goal what about some meditation I think our listeners should take a little bit of time to meditate so they can get in touch with goal number one and what they want to create 
thank you so much for sharing your love of your passions and podcasting with the Guidepost community. And good luck. And I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. And to all the listeners, you've got your marching orders. So go visualize, create your story, and share it with the world. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.